All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our new episode. Today we have lots to discuss, so without any further ado, let's get to the first topic of our discussion today. Well, My Hero Academia's Chapter 209 came today, and it's a doozy. Now, if you have read the chapters 208 and 207, you already know how powerful um, Tokage, the new... Well, not new, but mysterious member of Class B uh, is and who she actually uh, was. Many people, unfortunately, didn't know who she was and even painted her in almost dark green, thinking that's how she looked. Funny thing, she was present in Season 2 and she already has a voice actress, if you didn't know. In Season 2, where Class B meets Class 1, you can actually see Tokage and her weird lizardy smile with her basically green hair. Not dark, not too light, but green. So, we actually saw her, we actually know how she looks and how she even sounds like. So, yeah, we already have seen her before. In fact... All of the Class B that you saw in the latest chapters, they were present in the Cavalry Battle and more. I've seen all of them in Season 2, and now I'm pretty sure that Horikoshi has some really big plans that we have no idea about. But this is not what makes these chapters interesting, at the least. It makes it very interesting to see that Bakugo actually is working with his... Uh, fellow classmates that he actually has a plan that he's willing to help them and get help from them we also see some amazing powers from class b uh, of course we had the guy with the blades which i'm still uh, thinking he should have gone in through recommendations we also have the guy who wields stuff and we actually see it in uh, use which i always wanted to because i thought how could he be powerful if he doesn't, uh, if he can't, you know, use his power offensively? Now I see that, you know, not, not only is it kind of offensively, but it's more like defensive at the same time. He used it on Bakugo and it was really cool. So, uh, that was chapter 208, but the most important one is chapter 209. Chapter 209 really uh, goes on. To a new territory. If you haven't noticed, in chapter 209, the main focus, the main focus would be definitely uh, on Deku and All for One. Now, something that was really interesting was that uh, during the chapter, Monoma, we see him as a smartass, cocky smartass, and we see him actually strategizing and thinking and he's supporting his teammates. And that's weird. I mean, it's Monoma. He just, he's just crazy. However, they make a plan with Shinzo to go on ahead and attack Midoriya first of all. Because they think that he's the most problematic one. Especially since he has his um, long-range attack now. So, they're gonna go ahead and, you know, stop him first. Because they think he's a big problem. That's not to say that he's not. He's actually a big problem for them. In fact, the team Midoriya has sucks. Really sucks. So it's going to be difficult and Midoriya is going to be the one to, you know, 
um, go and help him. And currently he's at 18%. So that's really good. He's powerful enough to actually take them all. But, well, they need teamwork. Especially since they are five over there instead of four. Now, the plans that they make is that Shinzo wants Manama's help to actually um, mind control Midoriya. I don't know what their plan is. I mean, um, Shinzo knows that it's not that possible to attack Midoriya with his quirk because he knows that Midoriya can break out of it anytime using all for one. Sorry, one for all. So that would be weird. <laughs> and, you know, it would just seem still away. But I have a theory for the next episode, for the next chapter, or even the chapter after. I don't know how many chapters this will be. But the thing is, since we know Monoma is going to work with Shinzo, and I'm sure that he can still one for all. God, there's so much in my head going on that I don't know which one to start with. Let's just continue with the chapter until I get to the theory part. When we move on and we go go on ahead, we figure out that um, All For One is a trouble at prison. He keeps saying that, you know, I'm um, reminiscing, I'm having a nostalgia feeling, and... I'm talking with my younger brother to the point that we see Gran Torino call All Might in the middle of the uh, exam and something might be up. Now, what is up? This is the most interesting part. We, th there has been a theory for a long time that Midoriya has a, uh, this quirk that was stolen by that doctor that you see um, in... Uh, in the beginning of the whole anime and manga, that doctor, because that doctor we've seen, he's, he was working with all for one. So people are thinking that maybe that guy stole Midoriya's quirk for all for one. Now, which quirk could that be? We heard that all for one recently got the super regeneration quirk, and if he had gotten sooner, he would have been, uh, you know, healed much sooner. Now, why is that so interesting? If Midoriya has his quirk stolen, then, or maybe he has a Latin quirk lying around, this means that something is happening. Why? Because in the chapter, he says very clearly that something is up, that um, I don't feel well, you know, something is going on, but I'm as good as I've always been, everything's okay, and yet he feels something weird is going on with his quirk. Now, when he says something weird is going on with his quirk, two things can happen. One thing, I think that uh, Monoma is going to try and copy uh, Deku's quirk. So, obviously, he thinks that one for all is something he can't copy. But the thing is, he can't. One for all is... Um, basically something that's passed down. So two things here can happen at least. When Manama touches Deku, he can actually copy one for all, even though I think it's impossible. This is the first part of the uh, possibility. If he copies it, he's going to get really hurt because, well, we've seen how hurt Deku got. And when he gets hurt, you know, Deku's 
you know, going a little bit uh, emotional. And maybe his Latin quirk, which I think could be the super regeneration, to uh, come up and then he touches Monoma again to copy this quirk to Monoma to help him heal, which would be amazing. This is part one. Part two is that Monoma tries to again touch Deku. Deku has another quirk that is not super regeneration, but is trying to resurface. And as soon as Monoma touches it, he gets that other quirk, which surprises even Deku. This could be another one. Now, let's move on to the other part of the theory. Given that All for One is talking to his brother, and we've seen that younger brother uh, appear in basically Deku's dream, talking to him, I think Shinzo is a big part of this next chapter. I think it will be to the point that um, when Shinzo or Monoma try to control Deku through the mind control, uh, he will actually talk directly to all for one. And maybe Deku would realize something, something would happen to him, he would know something is going on, I don't know what. But I think that not only would he talk to one for all, but also all for one, and we'll learn a lot more about everything. And maybe that's how all for one plans to get out of the prison. Controlling Deku or uh, doing something crazy. Now, I think it's very possible that as soon as Shinzo tries to control Deku, Deku's mind gets invaded by All for One. And since this guy has been talking to his brother through something, some means, it could be very damn possible that he gets to control Deku and Deku won't even realize it. He would be locked inside his mind, he'd be, he'd, uh, he'd be listening to All for One and One for All, and imagine that somehow he gets to control Deku and Deku won't even know. To the point that Deku would break him out of the prison and Deku would be fired, sorry, would be expelled from Yue. <laughs> that would be something. That would be the biggest thing that would happen because right now Deku is the only one with one for all and with 18%, he's not exactly weak. He's, pro he's very formidable actually. He was able to kick the crap out of muscular with his 5%, though, of course, the arm was 1 million percent, but still, his body at that time was more than capable. Now, with 18% and a lot of new attacks, it might be more difficult to actually get him this time around. So, that's another theory that I think can happen, which connects Shinzo to... Deku, and more. Now let's talk about what can happen overall for certain. One thing that I know and I'm very sure about is that Deku does have a quirk. Now why would super regeneration be a quirk? Why would it be his quirk? Aside from, you know, Horikoshi planning all of this, as he said that there is an ending already. He knows how it ends, how it goes. He already says that well, we're there for... 20% now, we've seen 20% of this so far, which is so far has been uh, the first year of UA. So I imagine that 
until the third year's end, we see probably 60, 70%, maybe depends on how long they, those chapters will be. But I think that as soon as he gets out of UA, that's not the end. And he just, you know, has to go through a lot to be the number one hero. So now when I say super regeneration could be his quirk is because it was mentioned once and all for one needed it. They, in fact, they said that he just got it in the past few years. He didn't get it like recently or long time ago and was just activated. He got it in the past few years. I'm willing to bet that Deku does have the super regeneration quirk. Now, even if he does, how would it interfere with his, his one-for-all quirk, as he was saying in the chapter, saying that something feels uh, weird to me, but at the same time, I'm feeling really okay. My bet is that this quirk will kick in middle of that chapter. How? I don't think it's through Shinzo, but through Manma. As soon as Monoma touches him and he copies that super regeneration quirk, and I'm willing to bet that something does happen to Monoma so that he has to touch Deku, would be probably one for all. But even if he doesn't, if something doesn't happen, I'm just curious as to what, I think that Deku would suddenly just fall to the ground and lose his control. Why? He has a right arm that is busted. If he has super regeneration as his quirk, if it's activated through Monoma, then imagine like, holy crap, what just happened? He would just, you know, have his right arm start to reconstruct itself, to regenerate, and it would be painful, especially because some things were removed from his arm, as we learn. And like, you know, the recovery girl says that I had to remove some bones and stuff. And... Just imagine how painful that process would be. And well, I think they have to stop the um, examination because they have no choice. And we'll see Deku's arm being healed so that he can go nuts as much as he wants, which would be a terrible excuse to make him OP. And, but at the same time, it would be something really amazing. So this chapter, even though... We think of it as a filler and a prologue to the next one. It, it did way more than just a filler. It just opened a lot of possibilities to happen. We don't know what is going to happen exactly. But what we know is that there are so many possibilities that we can't basically be sure which one can happen or even can't anymore. This is a big deal, to be honest. Right now, with the things that we are seeing in My Hero Academia, things are going into high gear. All for One is planning something. He's talking to his brother in One for All. Remember, I had a theory that said All for One is the actual One for All user. He's the original one. And his younger brother was the villain. So... <laughs> if you guys remember that theory, which is very probable right now, is that, well, I just want to reiterate it again, was that All for One had the one for all power. 
at first. He wanted to use it for evil. He did use it for evil. And then he wanted to pass it down through a single family so that, you know, they could be, they could make this stronger and stronger through evil. However, his brother, one for all, copied that single quirk from him. And since his power was to pass on other ones, he passed it on, you know, to his younger brother, of course. Or maybe that brother stole it. Why? Well, I'm saying that one for all is the main villain. One for all that we think is the good guy is the bad guy. His quirk is to steal quirks. He tries to steal the one for all quirk from his brother. He can't do it, so he makes his brother give it to him, which is his quirk, so he gives it to him. And that evil uh, brother, the younger brother, basically passes down that quirk to evil guys until it goes to this generation of family that was Nana Shimura to the point that she uses it for good and it just makes uh, all for one sick, thinking like, what the hell's wrong with you? So in my opinion, none of them are exactly good guys. I'm not saying one for all or all for one are good guys. I'm saying both of them are terrible guys using that power for their own gains. I think that all for one is the brother that had no quirk, had quirks transferred to him through that doctor, as that doctor did for him. He might not be able to actually steal quirks, his brother, younger brother could have, and since he was the original user of the quirk, he also has access to one for all. That's why he's talking to his brother. That's why I think as soon as Deku moves in to one for all through Shinzo, he's going to see both of these guys and know the truth and just go crazy. That can happen. And maybe I'm wrong. There's a good possibility that everything I'm saying here for one for all and all for one theory is bullshit. But at the same time, it could be true. And to be honest, I'm even having a hard time keeping up with my theory because it makes everything so damn complicated. But it could be. Maybe a variation of what I'm trying to say here could be the actual thing happening. I don't know how Horikoshi plans on going forward with this, but I'm willing to bet that something is not right about All for One and One for All. Of course, All for One gave his brother the power that was One for All. We know this. We already do. But my bet is that one for all that we know, the younger brother, is basically uh, an evil guy. And that he's basically the grand-grand-grand-grandfather of uh, Tomura Shigaraki, who also is a Shimura member. Why? Remember that scene where that hand is on the face of one for all? We see the same thing with Shigaraki, the same pose. It's very possible they're related. And all for one out of, I don't know, maybe hatred for his brother wants to give one for all to, to this member of the family, Shigaraki, to use this quirk for evil, to destroy things. I don't know. This one I actually believe that one for all is a ancestor to Shigaraki. I believe this very firmly. And I think that... One for All has been passed down in one family until 
Nana broke that thing and gave it to um, Toshinori. So that's it. That's all the theories I have for now. I don't want to talk more about these things because I know that it can get really weird. But then again, I would love to hear you guys and your opinions. What do you guys think? What's going to happen? What do you think of all these theories that I put forward in front of you, like the latent quirk or something? Which one do you think is most plausible to happen? Do you think that Deku actually has a quirk that we haven't seen? Do you think that it can be the super regeneration? That's why he's feeling weird because his arm is starting to heal and it needs to be activated, activated to suddenly start healing and basically break him down for a few minutes? Do you think All For One will control Deku through One For All and through Shinzo? What do you guys think? There's a lot of possibilities going in my mind right now. As a writer, if this was my story, I would have gone with something else. I would have gone with basically Manoma trying to copy the quirk. And since he, he gets one for all for a few minutes... And then he tries to use it and breaks completely down to the point where, you know, Deku holds Monoma's hand and Monoma just copies the other quirk, super healing without uh, even wanting to and starts to heal. And Deku then starts to heal. Both of them are on the ground and they're in pain because they're getting healed. And when they do get healed, they suddenly, you know, then suddenly... Deku realizes something, that his quirk has been stolen, or not completely stolen, or latent, anything. Then I would definitely make Deku to talk to Shinzo to actually access one for all. And when he does, he goes in and sees one for all with all for one, to which point he starts to learn the truth. All for One definitely has a plan. We know this. He's been making moves. And I'm sure this guy will break out of the prison in the next chapter or the next one. Something is definitely going on. And I'm not sure what. To be honest, none of us are, are we? How sure can we be? We can't. We just have to wait another week. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me. I hope this was um, helpful to you guys. And I hope that uh, I'll hear from you guys and your own um, theories. So, see you guys very soon. And uh, that's it. That's pretty much it. I was thinking of another fear and I said to myself, don't do it. So, guys, I'll see you very soon, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Definitely give this chapter a read and form your own theories, because we only have a week. This guy doesn't give us enough time. So, see you guys.